What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's up? I saw Shazam Fury of the Gods. Ooh, is that what we're talking about this week? No, we're not. No, but uh, oh. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it was way better than it should have been. I'll tell you that. It was a good really? time. <laughs> yeah. Did you see it? No, I didn't. No. Oh, man. You know, it I'm actually good. not surprised to hear that. I really genuinely enjoyed the first one. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. And I mean, check check that, out our Instagram, 100 thumbs up. That's the Bash official, gave it 100 thumbs up. That's the official rating, 100 I, thumbs up. Uh, there's a video that Chris sent, and Bash says, he says, I liked it. And Chris is like, why? He says, he threw a truck at a dragon. <laughs> and I was like, that's that childlike innocence that us old people forget to bring with us yeah. in these movies. That we, we're, we're too used to this, man. Remember when it was just well, cool to see a DeLorean you know go back in time, only needing to drive 85 miles an hour? Yeah. Exactly. You know what else that means, though? They put the best moment in the trailer. Jack's a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> but he ain't wrong though. No, he's well, not. They gave the trailer did give away a lot. But well, trailer, especially towards the end. Yeah, the trailer did give away a lot. That but, Wonder uh, Woman TV spot was pretty much Dwayne Johnson whoa, whoa, leaking. Spoiler. He talked so about it last spot. week. Yeah, the TV spot though. And that was pretty much Dwayne Johnson leaking Superman is gonna be in Black Adam. Like as his opening, they're doing these leaks just to get people to Come to the theater. Yeah, not it wasn't the director. I guess you know Warner Brothers did it, but it's like, yeah, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Uh, My week, what did I do? I watched, um, caught up on My Hero Academia. It's very emotional episode, very emotional episode, and the animation is dope because they found a way to to distinguish tears from rainfall. Because every character's face is just like slime coming out of their eyes and nose, but the rain is on top. It was very dramatic, very well done. Um, been binging Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Last time I talked to you guys on episode two, I'm on episode 14 right now. They need to slow down. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be binged at that frequency. Uh, what else? Play a little Gotham Knights. Chris, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Not so hmm. bad. That's not, not that's so not bad. that's not a ringing endorsement if you're like yeah, it's really not isn't. so bad. It's not so bad. You just gotta, you know. Give it about six hours. I of paid gameplay. full price and it's seventy percent off right now. It's not that good. <laughs> I paid full <laughs> price. So did and I. Seventy percent off. So did I. Um, oh, what else? That's it. I gotta watch Superman and Lois dropped. I didn't watch it yet. I gotta watch that Superman and Lois. Oh, <sighs> so good. Ah man, and I watched Swarm. Uh, yeah. Rich, you saw that? I did. I just watched it all. I saw, like, I'm like on episode four of my girl right now. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> it I, I, I finished it. It's, oh, you finished it? I did. It's definitely a, 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 a Danny Glover. Yeah. Thing. It's yeah. like, you guys, uh, Chris, you watch Atlanta? Jack, you watch Atlanta? I do watch Atlanta. I haven't finished it's the last season, but I love Atlanta. But you know those weird episodes that are like out of context? Like the one-off, like the Teddy? This series is like one of those episodes in Atlanta where it's okay. just weird, sort of. So like the not... whole thing is filler episodes? 
But the Atlanta filler episode isn't even a filler. It's just yeah, but they get the filler out of context. Are some of the strongest episodes in Atlanta. It is true. It's just, it's where he goes weird. Atlanta is a simple story about these dudes and music. And then all of a sudden you have this episode where this sort of Michael Jackson guy is almost trying to abduct this young black man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where did this... And then, and then you have the, the murder, the one where they kidnap the kids. So Swarm is like that. The whole series is like that. It is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Not ugly. It's one of the ugliest things I've seen on television in the last few years. It is ugly. I don't know if it's good. I don't really know if it's bad. It's just something about it. It's just rich. It feels ugly, don't yeah. it? Like it's just yeah. ugly. Yeah. Like the main character, like she's kind of awkward and it's just like, what's it, it, the whole the whole thing is just like, wow. All Wait right. till the end. You're gonna be sitting there going, uh, uh Yeah. Okay. And for those listening, I'm just making a face that's like I don't know what to make of what I just saw. But I saw a swarm. Jack. Um, I had a pretty good week. I watched most of you. And oh, I'm sorry. I did watch you, and I'm into episode eight of you, part two. Sorry, Jack. That's what I'm close My to. wife watches. She watched. I watched season one through three, and then season four seems to like jump the shark. No. I'm like, season four is where are you, Jack? On you around episode seven or eight. I'm not giving that away. I'm not saying it's great, but part two shows you why part one exists. Part one is weird. On purpose, and Jack, you're in part one. No, you're not. You're in part two, so you know. Like that's all I'll say. No spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would <laughs> yeah, say okay. not as good as the previous seasons. I watched Luther last week, which I mentioned, um, which was actually really upsetting for me watching it. It was uh, the Luther feature that jumped out. Uh, the cast is incredible, and the writing is complete and utter trash. Wow. And the, the characters aren't behaving logically. Um, he, heroic characters are conflict for the sake of conflict. I hate when they make good characters make bad choices. And the Luther kind of that feature that just dropped last week is is a lot of good characters making unnecessarily bad choices. I watched this anime called Evolution, which was pretty good. I reread um, All-Star Superman. Mm. Oh yeah, I like that story. It's phenomenal. It's really, really good. And maybe one of the best panels in any comic book is in that graphic novel. There's there's this moment where uh, a person is about to commit suicide, jumping off the a rooftop, mm. um, because their psychiatrist or their therapist said they were running late and they thought it was just BS. So they were at their wits end. They're up there. They're going to take their life. And Superman just kind of appears behind them. And the person turns around and sees them. And Superman says, um, they really were stuck in traffic. Mm. And you're a lot stronger than you give yourself credit for. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But the panel just rips at you. And it's it's like you're reading this graphic novel where Superman is a god dealing with you know, the last days of his life. And you see just how much love and humanity he has for everybody. And so, I don't know, it's everything good about Superman comic books is really in that story. So I hope that um, they do a good job adapting that if that's the source material they're pulling their inspiration from, you know? Definitely the heartbeat, hopefully. Not the last story, though. But that is All-Star Superman is so much about him coming to terms with 
his that could be the first name. movie they're doing. I agree, but it's 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 odd that that is the backbone of so much of that content. You know, he's oversaturated in power. He's developing new powers, and he's you know he's he's burning himself out at an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. I also jumped into this comic book. It's Batman Black Mirror. Have you guys read this? Yeah. No. Highly recommend it. Um, this week, I got inspired to make a top 10, my top 10 best graphic novels of all time list. And I realized that, you know, even though I've been reading content my entire life, there are a few that I've missed slipped through the cracks. This is one of them that slipped through the cracks. It is phenomenal. Um, it's basically Batman's out of the story and... Nightwing is filling in for Batman as Batman. But it's cool because like there are moments where like Commissioner Gordon's like turning off the bat signal and he looks up and Batman's like, Are you okay, Commissioner? And the commissioner's like, Yeah, I'm just not used to you still being here when I look up. (laughs) 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 You know, so it's got all these just kind of like great moments. Anyways, that's that's been my week. A lot of reading, diving into um as many graphic novels as I can right now. Swanson? Yeah, I mean, you know, my week's been a week. Um, going going through some stuff. But uh, what I've been watching, Shadow Bone. Shadow Bone. That's fun. That's oh, yeah, that's yeah, number one right now on Netflix, right? Yeah. See, the problem I'm having with a lot of these shows, I was into it when it came out, but it came out, like, during the pandemic. Mm. and Or maybe, like, a little bit pre-pandemic-ish area, like, somewhere around there. And now you got like a whole like two, three years have passed and they come out with like a, a second season for all these shows and you kind of like uh, fall out of it. Is that what so, happened with Shadow? Is that is that is that what happened here? Yeah, because you're sitting there trying to remember. I mean, they do a recap, but you, you, you're still trying to get the, the same memory of what happened and like get that same emotion when you're when you're like watching it again. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get that back. Um, the story, I remember the story being all right. Um, I started rewatching From because the season two is coming out for that. On Epics, well, you got Epics. What are you watching? Yeah, on uh, on um, M- MGM Plus. MGM, yeah. Yeah, I think Epic switched to MGM Plus. Because I, I watched the first few on the first season when it was like I don't know free yep. trial or something, but it was like I don't, I'm not getting, I'm not. It looks yeah. so good. It's yeah. good. I just can't jump. I can't add another streamer, Rich. I mean, I got, I got, well, I got rid of Paramount Plus, so you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I kind of even that oh, out. That but means I, but... no more Halo. I mean, oh, <laughs> yeah, we did watch that show, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we didn't keep up with it. Um, <laughs> I kept up with it. Rich is a Halo guy, and he's upset. So I yeah. know there's no point for me to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was rewatching from, and it's it's still hitting. Can't it's wait good. for can't wait for season two. Cannot just, wait for season two. Uh, can't it just drop on? I know Chris don't like Hulu, but can't it just drop on Hulu? Chris, Chris is a hater. No, I'll never done. Look, I tried to give. I told you, I tried to give Hulu a chance, and it just let me. There's down. a lot of content on Hulu. There's a lot, but not what I was looking for. What were you looking for? Dragon Ball Z. Oh my god! Are you Crunchy. one show? One show wasn't on Hulu. No, the the most. The blackest anime out there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I was looking at Buddy Daddies. I was giving Buddy Daddies another try. I was trying to run through season two or episode two, excuse me. Um, yeah, that little girl's annoying. I'm not gonna hold you. She's four years old. She is wildly annoying. I'm like, yo, give this child away. Why are y'all dealing with her? Uh, I guess at some point in time, she's kind of cute about it, but I'm just like, mm, nah. 
Nah. So I don't know if I'm gonna keep up with that. And um, I think that's about it. Oh man. Okay. Yo, Rich. What's up? Jack's got a question for you. What's your What's your question, Jack? Well, Rich, do you know why Batman refused to fight Superman? Why did Batman refuse to fight Superman? Because he didn't want to die. I mean, you know, you know, this is true. No, they got that light skin brigade, man. man. (laughs) Light skin conglomerate down there. That's that's, that's actually factual. That that should be that should be how it is. Like, we want another one. This one's more in the vein of Lawrence. Why did Ant Man join the gardening club? Why did Ant Man join the gardening club? Because he wanted to be part of the Earth's mightiest growers. Don't put no. Don't put no shame on me, Jack. <laughs> don't put no shame on me. That ain't one of mine. <laughs> but it's not as easy as it looks. But you made Rich laugh, so that's all that counts. Yep. Um, but we will redeem this whole segment by going down the street, making a left at the stop sign, and we're going to go to the Collector's Corner. Show and tell time! Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something out of our video game case, something out of our combo shelf, and showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. I want to go first. Okay. Lawrence, what do you... So, Rich, yeah. as you know, I'm all into My Hero Academia, right? Yeah. You know, I bought that Deku figure a while back and got Jack clown me because it has like four points of articulation. Right. But I said, I don't care. <laughs> so I went and got me the All Might there and All for One yeah. pack right here. I got it at F. No, I got it on Amazon for a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. So All Might is pretty much their world superhero for those who don't know. And he gives his powers to a young guy who has no powers in a world where everyone has some sort of power. As he's losing his powers, and the big bad is right here, all for one. Yeah, and um, it's a dope freaking uh set right here. But Rich, what's up? I returned that Deku, man. Oh, I returned him. Okay, I was like, he don't fit. He's too small. So I went on eBay and scoured, and I got me my Midoriya seven inch McFarlane figure. Right. All right. So I'm a little more articulation too. It's probably forty. 40? 40? Okay. All right. Not too bad, yeah. considering um, a lot of articulation. There's 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 different waves of him. Right. The one yeah. that's more expensive. Yeah, that's probably like the first wave. This might be the, yeah, I think it is, because uh, I'm looking at his shoes. Are yeah, that one is like probably like the, the third, I want to say. Yeah. Um, but I didn't care. Uh, My Hero Academia. Nice. Also made by. McFarlane. McFarlane, yeah. McFarlane. McFarlane. You going to do some unboxings for us? Uh, I don't know. These have been out for a while, so I don't know if anybody's going to care. You should do it anyways. I want to see it. You should do it for us. I'm going to do a After private. After the videos we do, we're just doing for I'm ourselves. I'm going to do a private hey, show for you, Jack. do anything just for us. I you mean, if y'all are paying, to, paying attention to the unboxing, I already did on, on All Might and uh, All for One. That's true. That's also true. I see, Rich. I'm not trying to jump. Jack Jack did that to me. I did an unboxing of Superboy. Yes. And then a week later, he unboxed Flash Gordon. Yes. Just to unbox Superboy. Also true. Why are they both together in the same video? They're not even this. They both got hundreds of views, though. You're right. That's all that matters, Rich. 
go for it. Like, subscribe, comment in the comment section. Any of you guys listening, we could really use your help. Go to YouTube and watch our videos. Especially if you were listening last week. Yes. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Oh, I got a comic book today. Oh. Oh. So, I have Punisher, Batman, the Amalgam, and this one's also signed. This guy. But like in the cheapest comic book, like not protected, not anything. <laughs> this is, in a this, regular this is the original from 1994. So this was in the batch of first batch of comics I ever had signed in my Holy life. Holy shit. How big is your hand, man? He's palming the whole comic in one hand. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't no. do it. <laughs> and now everyone's trying. You can't do it. Jack, you can't do it, Jack. Wait a minute. You're telling me you can't do this? <laughs> Jack has Jack has the most Why did Jack make it like you're the weird one? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mother. Sick. Nice, Chris. <laughs> You're very nice, Chris. <laughs> nice, Chris. Yeah, nice, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jack. <laughs> well, speaking of comic books, I'm also sharing some comic books. Um, mine are in slightly better cases, though. <laughs> this is my uh, Captain Marvel number one. Uh, is that Alex Ross cover? No, no it's not Alex Ross. Um, cover art is by Jay. You're going to mispronounce his name. Anacleto. Uh. Uh, nice this style. guy came out in 2019. I just thought it was a, a pretty dope uh, cover variation. Um, it's CGC graded uh, 9.8. How much? Nice. That guy's probably worth about 100, 150 bucks or so. But I also want to show you guys this one. This is my X Men oh. King Size Special number uh, two. Number one is where you got Storm and Wolverine for the first time. So the King Size X-Men number one is a very expensive comic. This guy is only worth maybe 500 bucks in this condition. I think max value is close to 1000 though. Come on, damn. So it's a pretty cool comic to have in your collection, and you still got all the guys in their original comics. Oh, look at Angel still. Yeah. It was Beast. Yep, and yeah, Beast pre- uh, Pre-Blue. Pre-Blue. Uh, That's yeah. pretty cool, Jay. Nice. Thanks. Nice. And- it's it's in a decent comic book protector, oh, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was Sounds yeah. or something else. All right, <laughs> Rich, what do you got? <laughs> so I was I was going through my comics uh, earlier, and I just came across some some comics that were just nostalgic for me, and uh, I believe this is the one right here. Is either is either twenty six or twenty five? I got Superman. Yes, Reign of Steel. I'll talk the Reign of Super Superman. Excuse me. It comes back to um, life. Yeah, it's either this one. Or this one. I don't remember where he comes out of. Uh, when he comes out of the 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 yeah. uh, machine, the robot dog. Robot. Yeah. His, yes. Yeah. I drew uh, the reason why is that's for me because I drew a picture of it when I was in like elementary school, like fifth grade, like a nice big dog. Yeah, no, not not just a dong. <laughs> Shut up! I do the whole the whole just a robot like stomping at the bottom of the sea. Ah. Like, that one of, that's one of the things I drew, and I got I have that somewhere else. That's that's off in storage, and then I have another one with cable, and I forgot to pull it out. But these are just some of them because these these are comics that I just looked over like as a kid and just like sat there and just stared at it, 
and I'll just you know, start draw, drawing them. And then ones that I like this one, as you can see, which is X Men, mm. the Uncanny X Men. Yeah. I think that's Dope. number what one forty two, or Wolverine's getting blasted by a Sentinel. Yeah, storm. Yo, this thing is tattered. First of all, let's give give Jack some hard That's gonna be real quick. <laughs> hey man, that's good. That but that I used to looked. read the hell out of this one. I don't, I don't know why, but I used to read it all the time. This issue, yeah, well, that story everybody dies. But yeah, like there's just some of these comics that I would just like just read nonstop and just constantly just go back and look at look look keep uh, re looking at them. And um, oh, this one as well, Robin. Robin. Eclipso within. Yes. Rich, yeah. I got that. We got like the same collection. Yeah. Got man. That, too. that was good. You guys probably bought it at the same time. Probably did from the same store. They probably. shared the store in Hillcrest. Yeah. Yeah. That was the end of my joint. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got. Yeah. And I was just showing and I was just showing the fellas beforehand, which now I lost. The um the the comic packs that you used to get, like from like a stationary store, like from this one, Toys R Us. And yeah. it, it will come like a whole series, and I got a whole series of uh, the last rights for da for Daredevil, and yeah, like simple for like four dollars fifty cents. Boom, you got yourself. You can still series. get those packs at like Walmart, and surprisingly, Yo, some of them are time, You could find some good. You could find. I found the Batman, the New Fifty Two, the number one. Mm -hmm. It's what, at the time it was uh, worth like fifty bucks. Yeah, mm. and they had three of them, and I just bought them all. I got the uh, the Walmart Peach Momoko variant of Strange Academy. I've got that. It's worth a couple hundred bucks. Wow! wow. Yeah, sometimes those packs have some real gems. I've been trying to find yeah. reasons not. I don't, I don't want to go to Walmart. But the real question is, what, what do you do with it? You got something of value. Selling is the hard part, not establishing what you think it's worth. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You guys want to venture a guess for the comic book that is the most sold comic book ever? Sold ever? Mm-hmm. Action Comics? No. no that's that's just one of the most valuable comics ever. Sold ever. Yeah. Volume wise, most copies sold. Even? Death of Superman. No, no it's, I think Spider Man. I would have guessed right? Death of Superman. Nope. X Men. Yes, it's X Men number one. The run that happened in the mid nineties. Just about everyone. You know has what? That one. I do have that I, one. Where yeah, they're like, I Cyclops is on the cover with Wolverine. That one. Well, there's four different, four or five different uh, cover variants. Magneto getting blasted is. The, Jim Lee did all the art for it. That is, yeah. This one, this is the one I got. Hold on, I'm gonna show you a picture. This is the. G Hold on. Yes, yes. That yeah. that is the most sold single comic ever. That one. In fact, right there. I, I have. I, had I, I was a dumb one. kid in sixth grade going. I got X Men one for real. I thought it was X Men one for real. <laughs> Here, here's the ad for it. So we're actually going to post it on Instagram. It's tough this to read, but it says, in 1990, Marvel Comics broke all records when Spider-Man number one sold more comics than any other published. We're just warming up X-Men number one for sale in August. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it's, it's in my, my folder to for uh, our Instagram posts. Yeah. But that's now, it's that, now it's that. That's that getting, book that's getting pushed in the, the trunk front. right now. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, well done, Jack. Rich, <laughs> what's up? Pull your pants up. Let's go to the alley. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. 
All right, first, wow, what? Go to the dark. Well, pull him up. What? Pull him down. <laughs> wow, <laughs> get this going. <laughs> oh boy. Let's talk some All right. So, anyway, I just messed my whole thing up. <laughs> um, let, we're going to talk anime, more so cartoon, but I guess he has the anime. Um, because after watching um Midori, young Midori turn into mm. now, you know. A, a, a mature young man, vigilante, a vigilante, just yeah. out here, just just slaying, well, not slaying, but you know, stopping super, uh, villains. Um, and the story behind the whole, you know, My Hero Academia. I'm like, yo, what other heartfelt stories are there? Mm. Yo, Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's kind of anime. That is yeah. anime. If you haven't watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, it will definitely put you in your feels. Like, you will definitely get attached to these characters. I mean. It is it's just I mean we follow we follow Aang, who is the last airbender because his temple was wiped out. Um and with the airbender he comes with a uh he's the avatar, which he now he has the power to harness the consciousness and the powers of all the other avatars before him. Mm. Um oh. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, hmm? yeah. Yes, there. very very similar, yes. So he was trapped in a, in a glacier of ice, and a water tribe found him. Um, I forgot their names. I'm gonna be honest with you, but the brother and sister they found him, thought him out. He was trapped with his uh with his trusty companion and steer. Um, Ang? No, not Ang. Uh, uh, Topa? Topa? Toka? No one watched this. I was the only one. Watching. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a well, Ang is the kid's name. Ang, Ang is the kid's name. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Topa. Yeah, the big creature. Yeah, yeah, big air bison. Right. So he he goes around, and the the, the main the main protagonist, uh, main villains are the the air. I'm not sorry. The the fire. the fire nation. The fire nation is trying to take over the world. Um, I mean, I guess you could say they're like the uh, Nazis, maybe. Mm. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, but they're 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 pretty much just trying to have like a world domination, world supremacy over, uh, over all the other nations. Um, and Aang is out there trying to stop it. And throughout throughout his ventures, he has to uh, reconnect or learn all the different other bendings because he he mastered air bending pretty much because that was his main thing. And he had to, if we're being the avatar, he needs to know all of the all of the styles. So he just travels through the world, um, trying to find the masters to teach him. And also, with that happening, he gets in touch with uh, with the other avatars, and they 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 open up another sector like kind of kind of like a, a, a chakra gate in him. Mm. He'll open up a chakra and he'll learn um, new abilities and and uh open up more more knowledge. So yeah it's it's a pretty it's a pretty dope story. I, I recommend anyone to watch it. The end was just like man gotcha. that battle was pretty dope. I mean I guess I, I, I never gave it a chance because I guess I I knew it was really good but it came on it comes on cart uh Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? Well it cartoon. came on Nickelodeon. I'm not sure where you could watch it now. I could I guess I assumed because it came on Nickelodeon, it was more yeah. kid, more kitty than it actually That's was. That's what I thought too. When I watched yeah. it, I watched this maybe like I think it might have been over the pandemic. I was watching. I'm like, let me try this out because yeah. everyone talks good about it. I'm like, can't be bad, bad. So I just watched. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this series is dope. It hits. Yeah. I heard M Night Shyamalan took it when he did it. He took exactly. He made it exactly like the cartoon when he made the movie. Don't say mm-hmm. that. He made trash. Is what he did. Yeah, okay. Right? I'm, you nice. know what? He's you calling us. Can't talk about anime. You don't you ever come around here? <laughs> 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 Chris is a hater. I don't even know if he's trying to hate. It's in his nature now. Nah, yeah, yeah. He is though. 
can't help himself. Yeah. Fun fact, I was actually up for the the firebender role. Um, back when M Night was casting the movie, mm-hmm. I was in a I made it as far as producer sessions for the part. Oh. And, and so I got real into the anime for a while uh, and watching the content is actually really good content. But I was surprised that I was up for the part because I kept going, gonna want to cast someone who's I mean, the way he's drawn is very specific, you know? Yeah. And they ended up casting the guy from uh, Slumdog Millionaire. And when I saw the casting for it, I was like, well, I would have cast him too. He's perfect for the part. Unfortunately, that movie had all kinds of other issues. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I Unfortunately, heard. I did. Uh, can't take it back. Yeah, can't, can't take it, take it back. Now, now I won't see it on principle just because they didn't cast our man Jack. I got the hate runs... Hate runs through my blood. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, most people, given the option, are going to make the wrong choice, Chris. Yeah, true. Well, I like to look at it the other way, and I'll say most people, Chris, will make the right choice. Okay, very Superman fan of me, Jack. Okay, <laughs> all right. Except when they don't choose a three brothers in the shadow milk family. You're right, man. man. So screw all this content. Screw Luke Cage for not casting me. Let's go to the news. We <laughs> <laughs> got it. We got it for the news. Yeah, it's time for yeah. some news, baby. Um, so the Oscars just happened, and we're not going to cover everything that went down at the Oscars. But when a genre film sweeps the whole thing everywhere all at once. It came everywhere all at once. I had to say it. (laughs) (laughs) What's in my eye? Why is it burning? Because, listen, it was the happy ending we were all waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) Get double down. I'm sorry, Jacqueline. My sister listens to this. I'm sorry. Sorry to everyone who's not going to watch, listen after this episode. At least finish this episode. It won Best Picture. It got a uh, best actress. Michelle Yeoh won best actress. Freaking Jamie Lee Curtis won best supporting. Uh, Key Huan Kwan. I mean, I'm killing his name. Got supporting actor, and of course, not in a genre film, but Brendan Fraser of genre films won for the whale. Okay. And it was pretty amazing to watch these actors. They all had a story, man. And Brendan Fraser, similar to Jamie Lee Curtis, a guy that was hot at one point during those big action or genre films you're never going to come over to this side and they came and dominated and jamie lee did it in a genre film like 10 years ago this film would have still been looked at as dope but it would never have been given the rope that it's given now inception should have gotten the nod is what i'm trying to say back in the day um best film easy easy but they weren't doing those genre films well, if you want to call it a genre film you can thank uh you can thank batman Begins for that shifting Batman ground. Begins. I'll say Avatar too. Avatar Avatar did too well for it for James Cameron not to get a nod. Well, Lord of the Rings started making a splash. Lord of the Rings. Next news, we got uh yo. So the Flash, Chris, we were talking about this yesterday. Tom Cruise has seen the Flash and called the mm-hmm. film's director to praise it during a meeting with Warner Brothers director. CEO David Zaslav, Tom Cruise reportedly set up an at-home screening of The Flash and was so impressed that he reached out to director Andy Muschietti, I'm sorry, Muschietti, with immense adulation. Now, say what you want about Tom Cruise. That man knows how to make a good movie. He knows how to make a good genre movie. Yeah. And if he's calling the people saying, this is dope, I never hear him talk about a comic movie ever. <laughs> True. I mean, True. this movie might be as good as they're saying it is. 
Or they're they're really setting the bar. They're setting some high. I know he should have said nothing. He should have said nothing. Well, they shouldn't have said anything. I think the movie is probably going to be pretty fantastic. Fingers crossed. Fingers freaking crossed. Denzel Washington is joining Ridley Scott's Gladiator sequel. He's going to be in Gladiator. Okay. Very interesting. What, is he going to be like a merchant, a slave owner? Like, what's he going to be? I don't know if there's any details yet. Just the fact that he's... They're reuniting after 16 years because what did they do together? Wasn't it was it a, a virtuosity? Was it? Maybe. He worked with his brother a lot, Tony Scott. I forgot what he did with Ridley, but maybe it was virtuosity, um, which is pretty cool. Chris, The Simpsons is bringing back an infamous character from season one. I don't know if you remember this, but The Simpsons is bringing back Jacques. From season one, of oh, the guy, who, the guy who seduced Marge. Yes, he's coming back yeah. after like thirty yeah. years. Oh, that's cool. He's like, we'll take you out for brunch. No one knows what it is, but it comes a, piece, a slice of cantaloupe at the end. I remember that episode. <laughs> of course. Wow, you sure do. I, I knew he would. He, he's the biggest Simpsons Amer- fan. American Gangster. He directed American really, Gangster. Scott did do American Gangster. Uh, oh, that was sixteen Mackie. years ago. No, that wasn't sixteen years ago. That was two thousand. Oh wait, that's two thousand seven. Oh my god, we're old guys. No, no, time just keeps moving faster and faster. You're right. It's not our age. It's it's time. That's crazy. James Gunn will direct the next Superman movie. As we know, he's been writing and of course he's producing it, but he was gonna he's gonna direct it. He said he wasn't going to, but I guess you're a director, you put all the heart and blood and sweat into the script. How can you give it away if you have such a clear vision for it? So yep. he's gonna direct it. I'm happy. One thing about James Gunn, although his movies have a tone, all the leads have a heart of gold, man. All of them. That's true. So. That's true, yeah. and like I said, man, he he picked source material that really profi- personifies everything good about Superman. So yeah. I would be happy to see a not brooding version of Superman in a live action. I think we all will. We you know, he also put up a poll uh, to see what the people out there, whether they'd prefer Superman in trunks or out of trunks. No trunks. Uh, Who won? The, the, the poll for trunks won, and Gunn said, not that the poll matters. I was just curious. <laughs> only fanboys are going to be on. Only trunk fanboys are going to be on. I don't need trunk. If There's he, something he, really kind of interesting about the way his costume is also depicted in that comic. You know, it's very wholesome, uh, very Home homemade. If it's homemade, homemade, I can do it with the trunks. If it's, it's alien, almost uh, circus esque, you know. Yeah, it's very of that reminiscent of the strongman time, where it's not like it's not like speedo trunks. You know, they're almost like shorts. He's rocking boy shorts. He's walking. Which, which almost boy kinda, shorts. <laughs> you know, if you look at some of these McFarland toys, the way the the red trunks are are cut into them, they're kind of like boxers instead of like briefs. I don't want him in anything over his pants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's got to have something. I want my Superman butt Superman butt naked. Why you got to put on a suit? Just do it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Quentin Tarantino in his last film called The Movie Critic. It is supposedly set in the 1970s and features a female lead. I am kind of upset because that really, it means we're not getting a Kill Bill 3. And I really wanted to kill Can you re-say what you said? I missed it, actually. Uh, Tarantino is writing his final film called The Movie yep. Critic. 
the movie critic. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought he did his thing to Hollywood with Once Upon a Time. All his movies are old. Are old yeah, old but Hollywood. that one was really, really like yeah, self-service. I don't need another one like that. Give me gratuitous violence in some in a listen. Glorious bastard. This is like give me something. Don't dope. don't Jingle. sleep. Don't just because it's called a movie critic. Don't sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't, know. This I, might be this might be the bloodiest one, Chris. I hope right. so. I was really disappointed with the last movie. I mean, I how do you think most directors feel about movie critics? And now you're a movie director, producer, creating a script called yeah. Movie Critic. This, this is a be love bad. letter to film Come criticism. On, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll this see. is a guy who knows more about film than most, criticizing those ones who supposed to know. No, right. this is gonna be a, this is gonna be good. I just wanted to kill Bill Three before his final, but we don't all get what we want. Uh, so Last of Us season two will have a lot more infected. The producer says there was a big criticism; they weren't enough. I was happy, but they were going to get more of that. And last bit of news, some DC stuff, and I'll get out of here. Uh, David Ayer, the director of Suicide Squad, went on Twitter talking about how Suicide Squad comes up all the time because the Snyder Cut was saved. So they're like, and so they're like, release the air cut for Suicide Squad. And he says, originally, the script was having Steppenwolf and Parademons stripped out prior to production. Enchantress was under the control of Motherbox since opening a portal to Apocalypse. This was all. This was all part of. So Lawrence cut out, but my question is, <laughs> what's the point? Why? Why you want to add more things that tie it to a universe and do another eight-hour movie that ultimately doesn't mean anything? I mean, if it's good, it's good. That's true. It's good. It's good. But you really gonna watch eight-hour film? Three of which hours are gonna be the same that you already consumed just for we, ten minutes of different we cut. It. We did it with Justice League, didn't we? Yeah, and it was way better. And you know what else was a way better cut? The Richard Donner Superman cut. The fact that they dropped that for Superman 2, you'd be remiss not to pick it up. But the difference is a director took o- a different director took over. Air right. just they just edited his film different. Yeah. Even so the wonder, Batman like, v Superman how, cut is way better. The director's it cut still makes no way sense. better. No, it still no. makes no, no sense. No, no, it makes the, the director's Chris cut makes, makes Martha! no sense. He still says Martha. Superman yeah. still watches Batman kill a bunch of people. Don't do nothing about it. Yeah, come on. Still makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. well, it makes a lot more sense than the theatrical cut. Fair. Uh, but I, I was saying that, but yeah, that that stuff was cut out. Um, and he said it was a hard loss. So apparent, and this was supposed to come out before Justice League. So this movie would have set up Parademons and the Apocalypse and what was coming in Justice League. You know what's funny. Mm-hmm. Not to derail, but one of the hardest things as a filmmaker, and I know this because I'm actively doing it right now, I've jumped back on the wagon of editing my feature, which I shot a while back. And my feature is two and a half hours long. And I know I kind of want to take an hour to 45 minutes out of it. Before. Jason, Jason's in this. This is the one Jason's in. Yeah. Cut all his stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at is... It's really hard to let things go that you know work, but you have to let it go for time's sake, you know? And time's sake is a funny reason to let anything go in a movie nowadays where people are releasing three and four hour movies, but sometimes brevity works better. Yeah. So it's 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 all business. And even when it comes to your joint, it's all business. It's like what festivals can this go to at this runtime? Zack Snyder was only able to release the Snyder Cut, especially at four hours, was HBO Max was a new platform during the pandemic that was starving for content. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I was able like, you need content. You need to fill this up. Release my cut. Give me a, mil- give me a couple million. I'll finish it. Release it. It'll be four hours. People will subscribe. If that yeah. didn't happen, we would have never got it. So it's yeah. all it's all just business. None of this is art. And David Ayer, Suicide Squad, who thought he was coming in to bridge gaps between movies, they were like, nah, we're trying to veer away. We don't know what we're doing. And speaking of that, Ben Affleck did an interview with, I think it was Variety, you know, the Hollywood Reporter. And he basically went on to say that his Justice League experience was trash, that uh, he did not enjoy it. Um, Well, first off, he said um, that he just finds it kind of repetitive and less interesting to play these characters over and over again. And it kind of is. You can only do so much with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man before you step too far outside the outside, uh, the status quo. That's why they're getting rebooted. Like You can't take these characters to the end of the line. You can't take them to the end of their careers. And they always kind of have to sit around their peak, and then you kind of reboot it. Well, <laughs> I, I'd say the argument in that is Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. They, they took the, that guy, well, and but then they let it go. Once in a lifetime situation yeah. of... But there's an example done well. There's an example where you ride the story until the story meets its end. Right. Only difference is they didn't know... They didn't, I don't know if they had the 10-year plan when he signed. Maybe if they gave Ben Affleck, this is the 10-year plan, but I don't but think... But that... the problem is people aren't even committing to that at that point. Right. You couldn't even get a Superman 2. Come on, and, y'all. What and are we and what actor about? wants to sign away a decade of their life? They <laughs> like, have to do it anyways. Ain't I mean, nobody signing any of those contracts that don't not? obligate isn't, them. To... Isn't that a guaranteed payday? Wouldn't you right. want to secure that back? Well, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You look at this. Well, one. you don't get... Unless you're Denzel and you got a pay or play contract, you're not getting paid for something that's not happening. Right. So you're signed away, but you're not getting paid. So Cavill signed probably a three picture deal, had to be on hold and probably turn down projects to honor his contract that they wound up not honoring. And the second thing is. We know he's we know we know for a fact he stopped doing uh, Witcher when he signed on to do a Man of Steel 2 movie that then dropped. I think I think he about no, he dropped out of Witcher because he didn't like the direction they were going. Did you know that? Wait, wait, um, let's take this real quick. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just stay on this lane real quick to answer your question, Chris. So you're signing away your life to do this thing. And imagine like if we're talking about Ben Affleck, they're already millionaires. It's not even about the bag. It's like, what am I missing birthdays for? What am I missing mm-hmm. anniversaries for? What am I turning down this directing job over here to be your Batman for seven films with a director I hate? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's more or less like, think about it. Can you imagine signing up for a job? That will take you to another country, and you're not going to come back to the U.S. till you're 50. That's kind of daunting. That, that that that's like what these contracts are. We own you till you're 50, yeah. or own you till so. And for Ben Affleck, he don't need it. He got the he got the bag. <laughs> you know. Now Chris Hemsworth, you're gonna sign that thing at store. You're gonna sign. You're gonna mm-hmm. sign away. The next, yeah. You know, starting out. Go ahead, Jack. What were you? What were you, what were you derailing to? <laughs> Do you know WB is getting sued by a fan? Why? Oh, yeah. That's stupid. Go ahead. Hysterical, cool. though. The, hey. the, they're getting sued. The studio's being sued because they they uh, publicly said, we're making a Man of Steel 2 movie. And then a few weeks later, they re- they recanted on it. Someone so watched sued. Pepsi, Where's My Jet, and decided yep. to take this. To the- wow. <laughs> there is a, a lawsuit that's going to the courts. Or to be settled out of court. Sure. That's it's crazy. happening. 
This is dumb. That is nuts. You can sue for any reason, man. We're doing it wrong. Buffalo Wild Wings saying that their boneless wings are just chicken nuggets and not actually boneless wings. If you got got the money to lawyer up, you got listen. But basically, he said that about Justice League. He also said that um, about Justice League that that Zack Snyder was a genius. He loved working with him. But yeah, when Josh Whedon came on as going to save the project, he was anything but. And it made for one of the worst experiences he's ever had in his career. And he's had a bunch of crappy ones. He also did he did praise The Flash. He said, I really enjoyed my role in The Flash. He did give a time limit on it. I'm not going to spoil it if y'all don't want me to. He did give a time limit on it. And he said, like, I feel like I finally found the character in The Flash. Like, it's, it was there for me. So he enjoyed that. Uh, and he's about directing. He says, no, I would not want to direct something. I would not want... <laughs> I would not direct something... For James Gunn's DC. Absolutely not. I have nothing against James Gunn. Nice guy. Sure, he's going to do a great job. I just want to want to go in and direct in that way they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. Hmm. And I'm that's interesting. Well, he's well, because he's because the way they're formatting it is more like television. Like Marvel. It's it's right. like the director doesn't have right. the way Ben Affleck enjoyed Batman v Superman because he enjoyed the liberties they took as an artist. But to service the fans, it's kind of got to be cut and dry, which is probably boring for an artist, uh, especially someone like Ben Affleck, who is like, if I'm going to direct one, you telling me that I got to paint in this tiny box. But anyways, that's the news. That was the news. Jack, stop laughing. Hey, mother, what? Chris, put on your satchel. I don't know. Wait, wait. Satchel? It's not for satchel. It's time for debate. Let's get ready to go. Guys, there has been a constant flux of Lone Wolf and Cub content since we were kids. For those who don't know, Lone Wolf and Cub was a t- it's actually a, a TV series, I believe, a series. But this, the, the, the idea of it is a loner, well-to-do, capable guy or woman on their own in the world that has to take on a younger person and pretty much protect them as they go through either rough terrain or some kind of hero's journey. He learns or she learns how to love or something to that degree. They're all pretty similar. If you were a cub and you needed a lone wolf, baby, (laughs) who would you choose as your lone wolf? Wolverine from Logan, the Mandalorian, Joel from Last of Us, Pedro Pascal, baby. The T-800 from Terminator 2, Leon from The Professional, or Creasy from Man on Fire? Oh. Who would you let be your zaddy? Wow. That's not what that means at all. (laughs) That's not what that means at all. (laughs) With a Z, Rich. (laughs) No. No. Uh. Wow, I mean, I mean, for me, if these are the options, these are the options. I mean, for me, it's kind of I'm I'm a toss up between Wolverine. Mm. Oh wait, Wolverine from Logan though, where he yeah, because that's the only place where he truly was Lone Wolf and Cub. Wait, time out. Do I have powers in this? No, you're the Cub. So I'm just me. Yeah, you're you. Just regular ass, amazing Chris. Yes, that's how you want to look at it. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think I would go. I w- I'll probably go with. Uh, I'll probably go with Mando. Ooh, you gonna be a little Grogu? You gonna be tucked under his arm? I mean, no. I'm. I'm gonna be rich. 
but I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be tagging along for the adventure. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He could probably teach me since since I'll be me. He could probably teach me some stuff. Maybe maybe bring me into the order. There it is. There, that's I'll, it right there. I'll become a Mandalorian, my damn self, and that's then there it. we go. Boom. We just we just tag teaming it out. You here. feel safe. Do you feel like he'll get you to safety? Do you feel, I like... feel like he will get me to safety and do everything in his power if I was ever in danger? You okay. did see the last episode, though, right? No, okay. I didn't. I did. I saw the last episode. Yeah, okay. and I, I could do exactly what Grogu would do. Give me my little scooter. I'll go fly up and go. <laughs> get me like... I, no, not even, not even, because at that point I'll have my full Mando suit, helmet, best guard up. I'll have a full range Rich, of weapons. Ooh, you like, in, pow, 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 pow. in this debate. You what? are the eternal cub. You don't become a lone wolf in this debate. You're no, not Batman the, and Robin. You're no, at the mercy. You're at the mercy of his ability to but, protect but, you. But Rich ain't wrong. You know, even in the lone wolf and cub scenario, the cub does, in a lot of instances, end up being someone who saves the lone wolf from you're time right. to time. But I'm. But we're at the beginning of the journey. Oh, we're, not, we're not. We're not. We're not at the end of the book where you're full. No, goalposts. Moving the goalposts. Because by that point in the book, as you know, he's not no, that he's, you're no longer the cub. You become. You, you got to work up to that. Yeah, you got to work up to the sequel, baby. Right now, Rich, she's a little baby Grogu, eating civilizations <laughs> like like they're nothing. I'll still I'll still stick with the Mandalorian. Okay, okay. okay. This is one of the few debates Rich and I are on exactly the same page. Uh-oh. This is How the do you way feel about that, Rich. How this do you is the way. You, this is the this way. Is the way. Because uh, you look at it, you're gonna Logan. What's he gonna teach? He's a mutant. So his. Oh, hey power, man, we don't need that prejudice. Hey, <laughs> careful with that M word. Rather M word. We're getting canceled. <laughs> so his his abilities aren't necessarily gonna transfer to you because I'm just regular ass amazing Chris. I'm not saying the debate is who's the best mentor. No, but I'm saying who is the guy that is going to make sure cuz your survival civilization depends on you to survive to give a speech and you got to give this speech at the end of the movie. But Logan is dying. You right? So Mando, man. Mando. Mando. And at the end I'll be a Mandalorian too. Maybe not. Maybe you suck at it. No, I wouldn't. Oh, first of all, you better calm down. Everybody, right? y'all just think because you're hanging with them, you could be Mandalorians. I mean, if, if we're way. going through this journey, right? this lone wolf and cub journey, exactly. yeah, man. I better get some best car armor. He better take yeah. me to the armory. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, people don't know this. Yo, being a being a Mandalorian is not just it, it's it's skill and also your tech. Like people that, that helmet's not just for show. There's technology within that. It's technology right. within that armor. You have he has to, a rocket booster. What are we talking about? Right now? Who's that celebrity? Where, where, where are you getting this from? I ain't never seen celebrity. no man, no love scenes. Listen, because they all you gotta do is get the helmet on. Everything exactly. else comes exactly. off. Right? All right, all right, all right. We got no scene no. right there. This is the way. This is the this way. Is the way. <laughs> you two not jogging at the same time singing "This is the way." <laughs> That's what happens when they agree. with our helmets on. With their exactly. helmets on. Jack, please. <laughs> What do you got to say? No, I better go last because I'm going to win this one. You're you're all wrong so far. Oh, oh, okay. At least equally wrong. I'm going with Wolverine. He <laughs> gave his life. It's one thing to save me. It's one thing like you'll die in order for me to survive. Like I need that level of commitment to my survival. T-800 was programmed so he can be reprogrammed. So you can trust him if you want to. <laughs> uh, Mando's good. 
But I don't know if he's going to die for Grogu. Logan died for that little girl. I want to be in his hands. Logan died because he was weak. No, but he fought the dude. He went in the battle. I need that type of heart and commitment. But he was still weak. We haven't Mando hasn't got to that point yet where he he lost it. Listen, man. What are you I don't know about? if it happens if Mandalorian is taking a claw to the chest for me. No. Because here's here's me. the thing. If those kids didn't have powers on their own and then Logan died, they'd have been they have been a rap with him. Listen, I need that commitment. You're still looking at the commitment, but if they, if those kids did not have power, if it was just you against with them armies and then uh, with that little battalion or whatever, and then mutated or cloned Logan, tell you something coming James, in there, you would not make it. If James Mangold, director of Logan, directed the Mandalorian, the undisney version of that is Grogu does not make it either. No, no, Grogu no. makes the, it because the undisneyfied version of that was Mando would have been blasting the holes in everybody. Yep, listen, yep. I, I want Wolverine. You can have him, you can Take have him. him. Take That's him. your bad choice. That's what we're saying. But, but you got to realize that everyone on your lone wolf and cub list would sacrifice themselves ultimately for the sake of the cub. That's the nature of Lone Wolf and Cub. Joel dies. Man on Fire dies. Logan dies. Uh, Mando continues to put himself in harm's way. Right. T, you know, Terminator 2. He ultimately... Fine, and I want Mando. If you that's all I want Mando. And then you come out becoming a Mandalorian. There it is. We got three Mandalorians and a shot of milk. Three Mandalorians and a shot of milk. This is the way. This is the way. It's the name of the sex tape. Three Mandalorians and a shot of milk. All right. <laughs> it's just, All right, I'll it's go. just us with helmets on. He's sitting on the stop couch. It. Stop it, Rich. Don't bring <laughs> a visual to it. Into the girls like that. My Don't bring, no, stop. Don't bring a visual to it. Oh, boy. All right, you're going to throw, you're gonna throw red flags all over my all over my answer. Now, oh, yeah. of the things listed, the only appropriate answer actually is Mando. Right. Uh, especially if it's a free-for-all. He's the one from a future, future, future with the kind of tech, weaponry, arsenal, and uh, his vehicle that's actually, like, kind of equipped. So, of course, Mando. But, Lawrence, I gotta go right back to the to your original question, and I'm uh-huh. calling a little bit of Bach on it. Uh-huh. The original Lone Wolf and Cub is Lone Wolf and Cub. I said a series. Okay. It came out in the 1970s. It was a manga. It was turned into six or seven films, four theatrical plays, and two television shows. If I were choosing a lone wolf to look over me as a cub, I'm choosing the one who they're all ripoffs of, the original lone wolf from Lone Wolf and Cub. Mandalorian would still beat the crap out of him. He would. I dare him to try. This guy, you what? give this guy wait, the wait, dark wait, saber. Time out. No, no, no. We're not giving him a dark saber. This guy what he has, so why would he have a dark what saber? What he has is a weapon made of wood and steel. He doesn't have a dark Come saber. On, man. He's You're done for. Japan. Wood and steel sometimes all you need. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true, Jack. I'm sticking by the goat. I'm sticking by the OG. I'm sticking by Lone Wolf 
the source material that all of these are pulling their inspiration from. So we all survived and Jack dies. Pretty much. Pretty much. much. We all won and Jack lost. (laughs) Oh, man. He's not wrong. That is where, allegedly, that is where all the the, the, the information, the inspiration comes from. Lone Wolf and Cub story. And and if if you haven't read this if you like graphic novels if you like manga if you like compelling stories and characters like we see in mandalorian and last of us and terminator 2 this is the original source material and it holds up it's really really good and by the end of the story you can say that the cub puts on his veskar armor and he's kicking some cub ass but is it a mandalorian helmet and a dark saber it's a saber well, it's a katana, but Does it's it? a weapon is the point. Well done, everybody, except Jack. <laughs> we, we, we got a good lesson, though. We got a good history lesson. We did get a good history it. lesson. No, well done all around. Well done all around. But now it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. And we're going to talk The Last of Us, the HBO series, The Last of Us. Yo, Pedro Pascal has two shows on at the same time right where he is lone wolf and cubbing it i I described mandalorian to shay my wife who watches the last of us and she's like wait he's in two of these i said they're very different (laughs) (laughs) but essentially he kind of is in two of these bad boys let me read you the imdb spoiler free synopsis and then we are going to jump into our spoiler free thoughts and then we will Give you our deep dive. After a global pandemic destroys civilization, a hardened survivor takes charge of a 14-year-old girl who may be humanity's last hope, John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Love the game. Love the show. Finally, the curse has, has been broken with video game adaptions. Finally. Sorry, Mortal Kombat, but finally. That first Mortal Kombat wasn't too bad. It wasn't. The, the bar was low, though. It really was. <laughs> the most recent one, that, that first 15 minutes was a banger. And then the rest yeah, of it, it was, was the bad. most un-Mortal Kombat part of it, though. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. I came into this. I never played the game. I knew of the title. I, never, I had no idea what it was about. Um, and I was like, you know, I kind of fell out of Walking Dead because I felt like it was just repetitive. I kind of got tired of it. And I had like fatigue, like zombie fatigue. Yeah. And then I watched this and I was like blown away, blown away. So, yeah, this, you know, no matter how much content is out there, this stands head and shoulders above everything. First of all, they're not zombies. I know people are going to come for your head for that. Yes. They're not zombies. They're okay. Infected. Okay. All right. being, being a zombie guy kind of took offense. <laughs> not going to say anything though. I'm sorry, Rich. Sorry. No, I'll be more careful using the Z word. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, I, I had a I had a good time with it, man. I, I enjoy. I never played the game, but I've seen other people play it, and it seemed it seemed faithful to to the content for the most part. Even the stuff that kind of went off and they kind of did their own with it, it was still pleasant like you would even if you haven't played this game you you'd watch this it like you would you would enjoy it no matter what oh, yeah. if you have any type of sense of taste taste yeah. any taste any taste yeah so jack tell us how much you loved it or else <laughs> <laughs> well if i'm being honest <clears throat> the last of us is as good as it gets as far as television content is concerned Boop. 
Um, and I this week I watched the there's a about a half hour documentary on HBO. Mm-hmm. And what's funny going into the series, I built something for the show, which you see in the half hour documentary. It's the set they're all on when they're doing their interview portion. That's the thing I built, which they use for some of the pickup shots from the the big infection, the climactic infection raid part where he's up there sniping at them. They used that set for the pickup shooting and then they used it for the interviews. And so when I was building that set, I saw some of the dailies and I saw specifically that scene where all the infected were just going crazy coming out of the ground. And it didn't look great, the stuff I saw. It looked like an unfinished painting, you know? And so I was a little like, man, I hope they 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 kind of smooth that out and by the time I'm actually seeing the content. Content rolls around, yo, man, every frame of every shot is gorgeous. And if you watch that documentary, the level of detail they poured into this content is insane. Some of the actors were talking about the sets. And if you look at the sets, they actually create all of the environment. Yes, it's CGI enhanced, but it's all there. And one of the actresses was talking about how it wasn't just the giant elements of the set. She looked down on the ground at one point. She saw what ended up being little painted sesame seeds to look like rat dropping. Wow. Wow. And she was like, the level of detail that everyone poured into every element of every moment of this piece along the way just ended up paying dividends. And uh, it really is a case where the product is the detail. And this product is insanely good. Man, thank you for your spoiler-free thoughts, Jack. No, <laughs> <laughs> no that's real, man. That's real. Uh, it's special, man. It's, it, it's that Game of Thrones once every 15, 20 years type of like, yo, this is doing something better than everything else. Uh so let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I played the game, and I think it's a similar situation that we experienced watching Invincible, because Robert Kirkman, writer of the comic, is also writing the show, and Neil Druckmann, who wrote the game, is also producer and writer on the show. So yep. you're seeing a natural just shift between genres. I believe the producer from Chernobyl loved the game, and Neil loved Chernobyl, and they got together to make this. And apparently... Neil was like, okay, I'm going to take this out. It works in the game. It may not work here. And the other guy was like, no, this has to stay. <laughs> this has to. When you have people that love the original content that much, it's going to translate, man. So let's jump into episode one. Oh, I'll say this real quick. And it's about episode one. I would play the beginning of Last of Us, the prologue, for friends. My parents, my wife, other friends. Sit down and watch me play the beginning, which is pretty much the first episode. It plays out just how the first episode does, much shorter. And everyone was blown away by watching the beginning of The Last of Us game. Everyone's like, this is a video game? And what I love about this series is that people who will never play the game, like my parents, who I'm like, oh, man, you guys don't know what you're missing, now can watch the series and have the experience I had playing the game. Because they're not going to play the game. And this series did it. This series did Okay, first episode. I mean, we can just jump in all over the place. I'm just giving us a starting point. But we pick up with Joel and we see his daughter. Um, 
and you see the life they're living in their bond, and it's like his birthday, and it's, it's very similar to the game. Tandy Newton's daughter, people got pissed off because they changed her color. Like it matters. Like it matters here. Um, she does look like her in hindsight. She really, yeah, that's yeah. full on. Um, and then we pretty much experienced. Now it's interesting, man, the way they laid out this pandemic. You would have thought they were ripping off of what was going on with COVID until you realized, nah, this game came out like 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right. Um, if anything, they changed the COVID. Yeah. Well, honestly, COVID ripped off of the game. Yes. They were <laughs> the COVID play. Well, because the game, it was airborne. It was sports right. in the game. Mm-hmm. But on the show, we don't want our actors wearing gas masks all the time. Right. So that's just not going to work here. In the game, Ellie's the only one that can go around without a gas mask in some places. So it was this airborne, you breathe in this thing, and you're infected. So it's kind of crazy how close to COVID it was, and they still had to like take part that would have made it more like COVID. Mm. Um, and it was kind of weird. Yeah, I'm glad they made that change, too, because we saw that in like Why the Last Man where he's wearing a gas mask and then he's just not wearing a gas mask. And you see that in superhero movies all the time because they need the actors. They want the actor's face on there. They're selling the actor as a product on some level. That's why you have Batman taking off his mask. You got Iron Man taking off his mask. You got all these people taking off their mask and they just don't in the comics. You know, And Pedro Pascal is already committed to playing a lone wolf that will wear a mask the whole time. <laughs> Let's not, we, we don't got to do it twice. Yep. I mean, geez, dude. <laughs> How yeah. funny would that be? No, you can't take it <laughs> off here either. Really? <laughs> Dang it. Uh, it's pretty much the outbreak happens. And, and and people are like literally. And it's it's not zombies, Rich. You're right. Because they're right. not eating people. They're spreading the freaking fungi to the right. next person. Yeah. With their bites or, or getting their mouth closed so it spreads. But they're not just eating people. That's not what's happening here. Um, And it hits the fan. The military is like involved. Chaos is happening. And this is so dope to play in the game because this is all happening around you. And pretty much Joel, his brother and his daughter, his daughter, they're trying to get to the other line. They're trying to get to the other side. The military stops them and pretty much pops a shot, kills his daughter. Mm. That's that's how we get into the show. Yeah. Yo. And. I mean, let, let you jump in this, jump, jump in this. That's just the beginning. That alone is like a whole experience right there. Well, but but in every episode is like that, you know? It's literally every episode is so compelling that it's hard not to fall in love with them, even when they're one-off episodes. And like uh, episode... Three. With, three. Yeah, episode three. It's such episode a one-off three. episode. But instantly you love the characters and you care about them. And when that, when, when that episode ends, you're sitting there going, Heesh. and then when episode five ends with the kid, oh, and Ellie's yeah. sitting there and she, on the etch a sketch. I'm sorry. She just writes, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah. Like these episodes are like, Oh my man. Well, they're so. And it's interesting. Cause when you watch the walking dead, which is, is good, but it's more serialized. It's, it's a long story of a period of time where this, each episode, although it's are like these self-contained moments on the road, you know, yeah, yeah. they chapters. bump into this. Yeah, they, they're chapters that kind of end and then begin in the next one. So they're easier to watch. Uh, and you're just following two people 
for the most part. We're not world building to the point where we got like 15 characters. We got to jump around. It, it's such an intimate, tight story. And and yeah, by the time well, we get to episode two, we see where the way the world is. And I love that. A lot of times it has to make itself different than The Walking Dead, right? When the, when the game came out, it came out at the height of Walking Deadness. And when you played the game, you felt like you were playing The Walking Dead, which was cool. Here, I love that it's showing us a world 20 years later. Mm. Like 2003 never stopped. Like they, they, 2003 is like the last bit of culture that this world has ever gotten. Right. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, like think of like, the dopest, like Nelly, right? Like that's the <laughs> end of the world ends. <laughs> like Nelly and Kelly drop that joint and then the world's done. Ja Rule comes out and then the world's like, like honestly, What does Ja have to say about this? Like that's where it ends. Um, and then we pick up 20 years later and they figured out how to live. And Joel's, you know, he he's a he sell he's a drug dealer. He's doing everything on the side. He's, he's he's all around, you know, the hustler. He's a hustler. Is what we would call a hustler. Well, that's what's so interesting about this content. None of the characters are good people per se. You know, they're just survivors. They're yeah, surviving. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's what's so crazy about like even the uh, the preacher near the end, who's like, I, you know, I lie to these people. They they want they want me to spoon feed them something they can pretend to have faith in. So I talk to them about God, but I don't believe in any of that BS. Mm. So I'll be real with you. And you're like, man, like every character we come in contact with is kind of horrible on some level. You know, even Joel at the end of it is a liar and it's going to backfire. And we know it's going to backfire. Joel. And, but what we also get it, they keep talking about what, what Joel has done. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Where it's like Joel was a bad. Well, and you see him kind of doing it. It's like he cuts that guy's kneecap off. He doesn't have to kill the other guy, but yeah, yeah, I I believe him. That was gangster. It's easier. (laughs) You see Joel making choices where he's like, "I could let you live," and you put the gun down, and I probably should let you live, but it's easier and safer if I just kill you. So I guess I will, and he does almost every time, and you're like. He's not a good guy, but man, he he really starts caring for Ellie like his own kid after a while. And that's such a like the 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 transformation Joel goes through, where he's like, "I want nothing to do with you." He even says, "You're not my daughter. Yeah, I'm not yeah. your father." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then five episodes later, you're like, "Yo, he would he would Logan himself for you." Well, he did. He was you know? going. To, he ran through. He ran through Everybody. that 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 firefly yeah. base like that, yeah. that now, scene was hard to watch. Let me tell you guys Ooh. something. It's one thing to watch it, to play that oh. is crazy. I'm running through this firefly hospital in the game. Joe probably took out like 80 people. Game 400 minimum. Of it's course. just like <laughs> it's like an hour of just taking out doctors and there's much more uh, other fireflies with guns. And that's why, like, when you watch it, it looks like a video game. Like, he's just popping, popping, popping. Yo, to play that level is bananas. And as you're playing, you're like, the people you're shooting aren't bad guys. guys. No. That's what's so hard to watch. It's like, there's something really kind of, um, like, I can't, I cannot imagine what it would be like to have some sort of post-traumatic stress dealing with something even akin to that. And then watching that episode, it's so ish, jarring. You know? yeah, and the and the way they the way they do the music and the sound effects in it, there's this whole numb quality about the whole way he's just massacring people. 
it's, it's, with it's, automatic weapons. It's, it's really wild. kind of. I think um, there was, oh, yes, there was, they, they did a test screening, I think, of that. I could be wrong, but I think they did a test screening of that, and they took a vote, and they asked a group of people, do you think he was justified in what he did to save her? And it was like 50-50. Yeah. Then they asked a group of parents, 100% justified. Mm-hmm. Of course. So for me watching this, yeah. I didn't feel what you felt. <laughs> I felt these are mm-hmm. obstacles. I'm not a parent. And they, yeah. I'm like... The world is being set on fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what about you- <laughs> what about the morality of lying to her? Does he lie in the video game? Do we get that scene? Word for word. Wow. Well, <laughs> word, so I don't know where I think season word. two is because I never made it that far in the game. So I don't know where I think season two is going off well, of I, oh, where that ends. I know did where he, it goes, but I won't, I won't say did he? Did he act because in order for him to do the operation, they had to kill her, right? Yes. Yeah, they had yeah. to remove her brain. Right. Yeah. So pretty much yeah he lied to her but at the same time he saved her life so yeah yes but but he, but took he also yes and she I mean, said just and right before they went to his brother's town mm-hmm. she stops and she looks at him and they have this real moment of clarity and she's almost pleading with him on some emotional level whatever it is it's cool we're 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 basically father and daughter but tell me the truth and he doubles down on his lie that's where it becomes I understood, you know, him lying in the car. That's what he thinks she can handle. But when she says, you got to be honest with me, is what you told me would actually happen. That was his opportunity to be honest. And he passed up on it. I can't say anything because I played part two and beat it in full. And they'd be a fool not to use the part two game. They'd be a fool to make big changes to anything. That they thing- said they're making big changes. And I'd almost say that's the strength of the content, that they didn't hold it so stringent that they didn't have room to breathe and adapt. Right. Yeah. But the big moments in this yeah. series, I can play you side-by-side screenshot, like word for word. Yes, yeah. I've seen them. The big yeah, moments. So yeah, yeah. adapt it, but the big, yeah. moments in, the big moments in season two kind of have to happen and I don't know how they're going to make it work and I can't I can't really say much more than that I'll be spoiling it for you. Well, you got to understand that these guys absolutely love the content and they're trying to service the content um and be truthful to the characters. They're taking liberty and they're letting it breathe and adapt as they feel like it can and should. Right. But, but I'm not going to this isn't spoil anything. But I'll make a parallel to The Walking Dead. And this this is not giving anything in The Last of Us 2 away. But in The Walking Dead, they did something in the comic that they did in the show, and it turned everyone off. Mm. It's when uh, Glenn got his brains bashed in by me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that happens panel for panel in the comic. Yes. But the ratings went tanked after it happened on the show. So as a creator and a producer and a writer, that moment had to happen in the comic. It has to happen in the story. Yeah. But... It's it's interesting now. But, you know, Shane in The Walking Dead dies in the first comic. Yep. And they yep. drug him on, his character on for two seasons. And yeah. for me, I think John Bernthal is an incredible actor, but it hurt the content for me watching the series, even though he was some people's favorite character, and I understood why they kept him on. But it changed the whole conflict of what was going on to keep him around so long. So there's yeah. always a fine line. You're damned between, if you do, damned if you don't. Like, yeah. Damned if you if do, you, damned if you don't. And so I on did, some I level, I didn't mind that change. I didn't mind that change. The change because you also had Daryl. Because if I remember correctly, Daryl wasn't a character. Like no, Daryl. Da- Daryl to me, not to get on the Walking Dead, but Daryl to me, the fan favorite. 
is yeah. the he's the problem with the show and not Norman. Norman's an amazing actor and I love what he did with the character, but he's so popular you knew that he's untouchable. Right. Which goes against The Walking Dead. The Walking yeah. Dead. Lawrence, you put me onto Walking Dead. Yeah. How many times did we text each other back and forth like everyone's dead or this guy's dead or how could they do this to the story? Like Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. The only people that should sort of survive is Rick and Carl, Lone Wolf and Cub. The only reason yeah. that this he exists is because this boy keeping his boy alive. And everything else is like Game of Thrones. Like, we don't know. Same, yeah. it, it happened with Jon Snow. When they, Jack, you talk about this all the time. When they brought oh, Jon Snow back on, the man. next episode, yeah. they un-Game of Thrones themselves. Yeah. Yep. But on the other side, Walking Dead was very faithful to the comic book and it turned the audience off. So like there's a, there's a there's obviously there's a balance to be found and sometimes you just got to stick to your guns. I'm having just, seen the la- having I'll say this though, having watched the documentary and I yeah. highly recommend you guys watch the 3 minute doc, not just to see the set that I built, but to listen to what they say about the content and you'll instantly feel a lot better about any choice they choose to m- make moving forward. There I mean, I wish I can say. I won't say nothing. But it's going to be very interesting. Well, listen, I'll say this. Not knowing what happens in season two, if they were to kill Joel off, there's still a story there. And the fact that season, the fact that um, episode three worked so well, I have faith that whatever, wherever the story needs to go, they're going to tell it in a way where we care about the characters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they're in good hands. And they have, I think the, the second game is significantly longer than the first game. So they can also spend so much time. And there's about a five-year gap between the first game and second game. Mm. So the, they, this next season of Last of Us can just be the five years we didn't play. Right. Whatever, you know, because you kind of jump into Joel and Ellie in Last of Us 2, and you're kind of jumping into wherever their relationship is. At, and it is a little different. So you can, maybe the, the, the next, you know, who knows? Hmm. Um Let's talk about episode three, man. Well, episode two is pretty much where, you know, at, at, at episode one, he meets Ellie. Episode two, he kind of figures out what's going on. Tess dies. Yeah. Joel right. Episode Ellie. two, we get introduced to the world and we get introduced more specifically how the fungus works. Which in they, the world. Right. And they changed that from the game and it was a brilliant change. Oh, so, yeah. The freaking fungus is like roots and stepping. Although yeah. they don't really deal with that conflict again later too much. Like they set up the fact that it's a spider web of a connection, and then we don't really—it doesn't really play into like it the doesn't it, later. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's interesting, right? It's like I, the way I got to think of it is kind of like there's probably a, a central hive for any given region, you know. Right. And so as they get further and further away from the hive or those certain regions, I mean, they go to such desolate places. There might not even be a a core, you know, it's just stragglers. Now I'll say that was what was different in the game. You can always sort of kind of bump into an infected. Of course, it's a video game. You have right. to. We'll you right can, right. can you imagine just walking around? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just all it is is walking around. Um, so they meet Tess. But Tess that's dies. also what was so interesting about the video game. Half of the conflict and kind of like Walking Dead isn't just the infected. It's the people are almost worse. The people who survived yeah, and yeah. because of the way they had to survive. One thing I would have liked to see in the, the content that was in the game is the way they had to craft items. Mm-hmm. They had to craft weapons and craft things. And I would have liked to see them on the road, like duct tape. We got to make this how you make a freaking 
bomb out of a can of beans. Like I would have loved to see like some more of that real world application. Right, Rich, you can make a bomb out of a can of beans. Maybe the can, but I don't know well, what beans. As opposed to the one time we saw someone making pipe bombs, it's like they had everything you'd want to make a really nice right. pipe bomb. Yeah. Yeah. crafting is such a big part of the game and it's a part of their survival um but episode three man the biggest departure from the game we get freaking frank and bill frank and what bill. a love story guys wow guys just like i was just like this is not, this is good this is good this is good no action no yeah, nothing just right. like and 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 Although it's a it's a standalone episode ish, but it sets up the emotional arc that's going to be Joel and Ellie. Mm, yeah. The idea that you can find love out here, the idea that you can, you have to make a choice to give yourself over to it. And honestly, by the end of this episode, like you know, Frank or yeah, Frank has maybe cancer. They don't. I don't know if he would actually know. So like, he can go to the doctor, and they decide to like take these freaking horse tranquilizers or whatever. And that's like the best way you can go out in this world, like in this world, yeah, you go under your own terms. I mean, it was just dope. And watching him paint and watching like do get excited about strawberries, like I'm like, they found a way to live. Yeah, they thrive. They so thrive. There's so much love, and it just radiates in every scene they're together. The chemistry between the those two, and what's interesting is it's a surprise. For me, it was a surprise. I'm like, I thought Frank Nick was going to double cross this dude the whole time until I'm like, no. Did you? Well, just because the nature of the show, I'm just prepared for like, where's the twist going to be? And the yeah, twist and is, I, there is no twist. The twist is love. Well, right. that was most interesting. I didn't know whether going into the thing, I thought the guy was any way to survive or in the most unexpected setting, I've actually found my soulmate. And by the end of the episode, you're like, the latter is true. In the most unexpected setting, the world had to fall apart. But man, it brought me to my soulmate in this weird reality. And you really feel that. And I love I love the letter that he leaves Joel at the end. Oh, it's yeah. so perfect. Now, what's crazy is the game version of that. <laughs> Bill plays a bigger part in helping Joel and Ellie and getting them the car and all that stuff. They go to the house. Frank hung himself, left a letter to Bill saying pretty much anything to get away from you. Oh, wow. It is come and you don't even really realize they're they're gay without like kind of reading into the letter mm-hmm. and like the porno magazine that's in the car that's still in there. Like, but outside of that, you're like, oh, these two guys had to like get together to survive, and it was a horrible relationship. So it is completely different. That's like wow. night and day. I say it's a nice, it's a nice departure from the source material. You know, it is. It and had the, to be. The casting of that of it was so great, and you knew one of the actors in it, Mary Bartlett. Man, he's my dude. Dude's a beast. So charming, so easy to watch, and yeah, like like one episode, the standalone episode, one episode, and and then like both actors, like they already popped off, but like the acclaim and love they got. For one standalone episode, yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. You set the internet on fire with that thing, man, dude. Uh, then we get into episode four. Uh, which what is was you? the episode I had the most problems with? What was that? He did. Yeah, <laughs> the the I couldn't. I didn't understand the tone of the lady who was running the camp. 
at that point. And I understood, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I understood in episode five, but by the time episode five came around, I was just already, I just had such a hard. She doesn't exist in the game. It doesn't play. It doesn't work that way when Joel meets uh, the brothers. But for me, uh, the actress was great. To me, it just felt like, of course, there's one of these. There's always one of these in this world. There's always that human being that's really. But I didn't. Really bad. She didn't have leadership qualities, and you find out in episode five that she's filling in for her brother who was killed. But I'm like, right. oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. Didn't she have leadership qualities. I liked. I liked her. Uh, her. Her soft demeanor, and then her gangster actions. Which like, I, like, I did too. Yeah, I like I like that stance where she was. You could tell like she might have been like a housewife or like a teacher in the regular world, and all of a sudden now she's making these life and death choices, and she's the one she's judged during execution. I thought it was a cool like. I just I, couldn't believe that everyone was following. That's yeah. the well because of her. You brother. Follow a leader, right? Because it's literally brother. that's the name of the game. Follow the leader, and she she never popped off as a leader to me. So it was, well, a, it was a hard episode. It was a hard sell for me. Yeah, like I like like you say, she 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 puts on like the soft and hard uh, act or whatever. But if she wasn't displaying like this hard side throughout this whole time, and they're just following her because of her brother, like I don't believe that. Like she had to. She at some point in time, she had to like been going around acting hard. Well, she's or being freaking. Hard. She's kidnapped. She's uh, throwing in this freaking jail. Anybody she thinks that might have had something. To, so they they've seen her. Yeah. Nick, it's just I liked. Her performance, because I, I love villains who we think you can reason with. And she had a soft side. You think she's reasonable. You think you can talk your way out of this until you realize she is not right. reasonable. And they talked about how good her brother is, how people followed him because of his goodness. So yeah. this group of people weren't following someone who was just a beast. Yeah, they, they, were, following they were following someone, a Negan. They were yeah, following, they, were, they yeah. were following someone who had a heart who was good to the people. So I can see them latching on to her as like, you're like him. I can see that, especially with that dude Tommy, and uh, not Tommy, the guy who played her right hand played uh, Joel's brother in the game. FYI, yes. Um, no, no. Did well. I thought he no, was. No, no, no. It was the guy at the end. I thought that. Yes. Uh, yes. The guy in who the played her. Town. No, that was Joel in the game. Yes. Oh, that was Joel I said the, the guy that played her right hand played Joel's brother in the game. Oh, Tommy. oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy. Cool. Um. I like that they put them. They put those actors in the content too, and Ellie's it. in there too. You know, um, she plays the mom. Episode four is oh, yeah? kind of. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. If you cool. watch her, like you, you can watch their motion capture performance on YouTube of them acting. So they're beasts! Like they're. It's not a video game, yo. It's a cinematic interactive experience. <laughs> um. So yeah, episode four kind of just gets us going. Kind of that's, gets us that's, going. That's, that's what it feels like. So perfect what you just said. I don't think I've heard anyone explain it like that. That really is what the best of the best video games are actually a cinematic interactive experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm just trying to like, yo, I'm playing, I'm in the movie. I'm yeah, in the movie. Yeah. And then like my shade's like, why would I want to play the movie? I can just watch the movie. And I'm like, ah <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> so episode five. Episode five, my goodness, that's they meet ugh. the brothers. Ugh. Well, one is kind of a father figure to his deaf brother, who's also nonverbal because he's deaf. You realize they're the reason why the the leader of the Fireflies is dead because mm-hmm. he had no choice, <laughs> or his little brother was going to die. Mm. And they're on the run, and Joel and Ellie found their way into this town, and they got to work together to get out. And one episode, guys. 
They got one episode to make us fall in love with this little kid. They don't have episodes. They don't have hours. They don't have seasons. They have right. 60 minutes, 60 plus minutes to make us fall in love with this little boy to the point where at the end of this thing, where he shows that bite, we're like, come on. He's going to be good. Yeah. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. Oh, we're going to see what Ellie can do to save him. He's going to make it. And then nah, we knew that was not. You knew that wasn't the content he was watching. Yeah. But what was crazy about it is it's one of the first times you saw Joel is so important in this content. And the fact that he's so hard and so rigid when he had these moments where he started to break and humanity started to affect him again, right? That thing he'd buried for so long. This is really one of the first times we see him go, yeah, maybe we could travel together yeah. and be a team. Yeah. The four of us, not yeah. the two of us. Yeah. He, he, he. And when the little boy jumps on Ellie, Joe hesitates. Yeah. He's not the one that pulls the trigger. Yeah. The older brother does, which is yeah. interesting. Begrudgingly. Because I don't think he could have, I don't think Joe could have shot the kid. His mm-hmm. instincts did not go Terminator when he saw that little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where well, also, else. also, we need reasons not to hate Joel, right? And if Joel had been the one to kill the kid, we would have understood why he'd done it, but it really would have made it hard for us to continue to like him on certain levels. The right. fact that... Not me. No, the kid was infected. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, no, I, but I think... With, no, but it would have hurt, it it hurt his relationship with Ellie. You yeah, know? That, but the hesitation did show the humanity that's still left in Joel. He's not completely hardened through and through. There's mm-hmm. still a shred of humanity b- you can't, beneath it. You can't bring it to a kid. Yeah. He lost his kid. You can't. Yeah. And and the brother. Now, I forgot about this in the game. I played a game like 15 years ago. And some things in The Walking Dead, I get confused where it was what. So I, I was like, this seems familiar. But I didn't remember it. And when it happened, I was like, I was done. Shay, my wife was like, turn this off. I don't want to see them again. You want to see the making of? No, I don't want to see them again. So wow. even like when we watch the next episode and they recap the little boy, I don't want to see him. Wow. Like, wow. It rocked her. It was yeah. so real. It was um, It was probably the, the single most traumatic thing that happens in the whole series is that moment between the two brothers. And, and, and for me, it was when he showed her the bite, mm. the impending doom of what this means. And there's no way out of it. And just like, like a kid, she just puts her blood on it. Like maybe this will do it. It's like, you gotta try something. Uh, sad. So then we move on to episode five. Six. 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 Excuse me. Uh, we meet his. We meet his brother and stuff. We meet I'm, the gl- town. I'm glad they got there so quickly in this. In the they season. don't get there until the second game. You don't see that town until the second game. So they, they, it was cool to see that here. And we find out Joel's a son of a. <laughs> He's a jerk. Joel is a jerk. Joel's a scumbag, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's a scumbag, and but but not in the Jake Sully. No, sense no, not in Jake Sully. Yeah, yeah. Jake Sully is the number one scumbag. The number one scumbag. It's the way Tommy reacts to Joel, like like people don't like him. Tommy's wife is apprehensive around him. A lot of relationship stuff. So basically, by the end of this thing, Joe and Ellie are about to go, and they get freaking mugged. Yeah. Joe gets stabbed. Oh yeah. Know? And we're like, me and Chase, Chase, like a TV, like, would you stop doing this to me? Like, you know, the shows where it's like, why do you keep doing this to me? Yep. And the next episode plays exactly like the game for the most part. Yeah. They even, you can watch side by side comparisons, dialogue, dialogue, word for word. And what's crazy about these cannibals, it's not walking dead cannibals. There are no infected here. 
You can hunt if you're good at it. You don't really need to be cannibals like they do in Walking Dead where there's zombies everywhere you turn. It's yeah. hard. And, and, the, and those zombies in The Walking Dead will eat an, a horse or an animal if they see it. Here, the infected don't mess with the animals. So the fact that they're just turning on people, to me, is even more sadistic. Well, they the, the way it's depicted in the series is is actually kind of smart because they leave room for plausible deniability for the majority of the group. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. they were, you're like, are they turning a blind eye or are she they like, actually what? ignorant? To where it? are this? This don't taste like chicken, dear. This don't taste venison. This this venison tastes different than last week's venison. I mean, you could also you could also look at how how the world is now. Like most people don't see where their meat comes from. They don't see you know the farm. Oh, why do you say that? Stuff like that. Uh, Rachel, no. I thought they had chicken nuggets. Why are you doing man. that? I'm just that. saying you, you don't see the process of how your food got to your plate or how your food got got into that into your bag into your chicken nugget box. That's true. So that, so pretty much that's what was going on in, in this in this scenario. Like they could have just went out on a hunt and been like, oh, he met an unfortunate accident. Meanwhile, they're dragging know? him to the slaughterhouse and <laughs> chopping him up and cooking him. We got some meat, baby. Did you know that? Um, Fish sticks, like you put, you fry fish sticks. Growing up as a kid, you ever have fish sticks? Yeah, of course. I don't fry fish it's sticks. It's not right. fish. 90% of it's not fish. So Most of it's it. chicken. Uh, okay. What? Most of it's chicken. Still tastes back good. In the day. Hold on. Can we just go back? Did you say you fry your fish sticks? Well, you, you, you didn't put them in however you, however you However you're preparing your fish sticks. The in point text. of the thing is you in don't text. know what's in this stuff half the time. Yeah. I mean, so they're feeding unique. these people people and they're acting like they don't know what they're eating yeah there's weird things happen when you kill animals yourself it's weird there's things that you never know like they make weird noises and i don't know it's just weird like when you shoot like a boar it makes a thud noise that i you wouldn't expect to hear like it's yeah. just weird when you kill stuff in person it's just different it should be Man. yeah <laughs> it shouldn't be a walk in the park it shouldn't be yeah. like it's a tuesday uh so basically, Ellie gets captured, and the dude is like, "Listen, you can kind of be my wife. Yeah, we so can weird. run this together." Oh, that that thing turns out quick. In the that game, scene, bro. I don't on. think it was as pedal in the game as it was here. Uh, all I know that that last part in that episode with that was the part that was hard for me to watch when he was on top of her. Yeah, in the yeah. Fight, uh, when he turned. <sighs> He yeah. turned freaking pedophile he, rapist. You know, I was that wasn't in the game. He wasn't. I was surprised was that him. Joel never really shows up to be the hero in this scene either. No, she Ellie need no Ellie needed to be Ellie. I think for her character, she needed not. She didn't need to be saved. She needed to be her own Avenger. And I'm glad that they had her do it. Which is very interesting because in the game, I could be wrong. Correct me in the comment section. This is where you switch the gameplay. Like you're playing oh. as Ellie in this portion. For the most part, you're Joel. So in this portion, you're Ellie, which is very interesting. Yeah, so you are. For That's the cinematic cool. experience, it's like, yeah, yeah she it, it is her, and it's only her. And Joel doesn't come. Um, play the game, guys. But play it's the also game. the end of that scene where Joel finally catches up to her. Their whole relationship changes. And what do they call, what do they call her? Baby? Like I'm here. Baby, baby girl. girl. Baby girl. Baby yeah. girl. And the way he, the way his performance lands as he says it. Yeah. You know it's the point of no return. They're, they're re- everything about the relationship has changed from that Cemented point. Cemented right there. Yeah, you're absolutely oh, yeah. right. And you even see, and what's so nice about that is the next episode where she's quiet, you see him doing stuff that he would have never done before. He's, he's reaching. Yeah. But what, he's reaching what a, what for What a dad will do with his teenage daughter who he's yep. trying to figure out how to get through to her. 
content is so good. It's so no, good. but he's soft about it too. You can see that he sees that she's hurting and he doesn't know how to create a safe space where she can kind of vent for a moment or talk or let it out. And right. he wants so badly for her to have that emotional hug of safety, you know? It's yeah. so good. So good. I mean, it, and again, like when you're talking about this, you're talking about nine episodes, right? That's not a lot of time to bring us from meeting each other to y'all can't part from each other. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not a lot of time. Yeah. And these actors in this writing did did what seasons of shows couldn't figure out how to do, which is to get us to root for and then be fearful of losing this relationship. And then we get to the freaking Firefly. Well, the beginning of the episode, we see now this is different. I don't know how I feel about this. In the game, you never know why Ellie is different. It's a mystery. No one's uh, figured out why. Oh, I didn't actually... It actually didn't make sense to me what they showed with the mom that moment. I, the scene was great, but she, I almost wish she was breastfeeding her or something. She didn't cut the umbilical cord in time. Mm. She says yeah. that, but... No, she, she says it so they don't kill the baby, but that's yeah. what happened. She got bit and... She cuts it really quick. She does cut. I mean, she but, kills the thing, and then she looks yeah. down, and the baby. But was, she also cut it with the same knife that she killed the she killed the infected with. That's true. Yeah. There's but, a lot that but, I kind of wish. No, but you, you know already, what? She was a bit. Yeah, right. but you know, like they found that babies who are given birth, they'll be the like if their mother had like HIV or AIDS, they'll have it as they're born and. It'll revert. They'll revert to HIV negative without any treatment, and as a baby, so it makes sense that uh, you know she I mean, has it, but she doesn't. Yeah, because as you're developing, you know your body's different. You're growing, you're developing. You have the ability to heal yourself faster, and because he has that ability, that's why she's able to to you know overcome the the, the cordyceps. In the beginning of the the season, they said, "How long does it take you to turn?" To like some people days, some people hours, some people minutes, some people weeks. So like for all I know, this particular person would have gotten bit and maybe she didn't turn right away, but it, it went through her body like rapidly mm-hmm. and she didn't cut the umbilical cord in time. Yeah. I personally always prefer the person who's special for everyone not to know why. I don't know why you're different. I don't know why you can get bit. You just are different. I don't need, I, I never need the re I don't, I never need the fake science introduced to give me a opportunity to try to poke holes in your fake science. Just let it be. Yeah. It really is kind of like the one moment too. I, I didn't mind it, but my thing is no. The, the scene scene is good. Well, the fireflies are crazy. So if the woman who takes in Ellie and after she's bit realizes, oh, you're different, they would try to recreate this experiment. Right. Yeah. They would think back. Well, what happened when she was born? Oh, her mother was bit. Let's let's impregnate a bunch of people we find. That's like a Nazi. Bite them. I mean, like, think about it. They were willing to take this little girl's brain out because they thought there was a cure in there. They'd never done this before. They just like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so they would probably try to recreate that experiment if they found patient zero and they know how it worked. And I feel like that's kind of weird to go there, but it's like they probably would have. They mm-hmm. probably would have. So it's best to me. That part is best to left on. You know what? The other thing that was was like, by the time Ellie got there, the girl who sent Ellie off on her, you know, trek across with Joel was there already. So I'm like, wait, wait, why didn't you just take the girl with you? Did they get <laughs> separated or something? I forgot. No, Joel no, came in, wanted his thing, and she gives gives yeah, the kid to Joel. Huh. Yeah. And she had been there. It wasn't like 
Oh, because they had yeah. to get her to the hospital. Maybe they thought they couldn't get her there, but he can because he's good at smuggling. But she was there. It wasn't but, like... Yeah, but he did say she lost a ton of guys getting there. But she's uh, still there. So maybe she, she thought she that... wouldn't be equipped to to, to, to protect her. That, yeah. I don't lost... know. I, it was For me, it was odd her being there at all. Like, if she wasn't there, then I'd been like, I get it. She sent the girl to the place that was dangerous to get to, and she sent it with her best chance to get the girl there. But, but if she, she didn't, also went there. But if she doesn't trust to bring her back safely, like I can take care of myself. And I, I don't got know. It. If I have the most precious cargo and I know I have resources of 50 people to swarm me and protect me moving, I would just keep the cargo with me. But if your guys are dying, is your <laughs> ego that big? Yes. Is yes, it is. Rich is like, is it yours that big? Well, her ego... <laughs> Well, we get okay. We, Joe, Joe wakes up because they freaking knock him out. Am I kicked? Uh, oh, yeah, it's froze. I thought I was kicked out again. So Joe wakes up and you know, word for word, beat for beat, the game. And he wakes up to find out that she is going into surgery. Surgery. Shay. She was like, "Why did she tell him anything?" Uh, yeah. Butler. It's like, it's the it's the moment. You know? Yeah, it's, it, the, it's like all she had to say is, monologues. "Oh, prepping her. We're just gonna draw some blood." Yeah. <laughs> But to my defense is he's a smuggler. He's ruthless. He did it for a job. Like there's no way she could have known they would have developed this father-daughter relationship. Right. Right. You know? And at that and when and the last time they saw each other, he didn't want anything to do with the kid. Right. right. True. So to him it's car- it's just cargo. Mm-hmm. Uh she was wrong. Really and wrong. he went lethal weapon on him. No, he went naked gun on him. What John Wick? No. <laughs> naked I'll say John naked Wood. gun with uh <laughs> That's his name, Leslie. Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, naked gun. Does he does what? what? You had to be there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he destroys life. everything in his path in order to protect the girl. And That's I said thinking. this yeah. in the beginning of this whole thing. To play that is bananas. To make your way through this hospital, killing anything and everything walking is bananas emptying clips grabbing another gun loading that one up it's crazy ah wow and yeah and then he gets to the freaking room where she's at and that doctor is so scared he doesn't grab a knife like i'm about to take you you guys a knife like i i'm just defending i'm scared pop them all pop them all y'all gotta go pop them all yeah carries her out and this is like the game too it flashes back between sitting in the car going to the garage. Even that cinematic value was exactly as the game. And he's in the garage, and then, you know, Firefly Lady's right there, and he pops her, too. He's popping everybody. Yeah. She's on the ground. Can't she's like, it's not, it's not too late. She put her hands up. She was like, it's not too late before he pops her. We can make this right. Pop her! She's on the ground like, okay, you don't have to do this. Stone Cold Steve Austin, 316. <laughs> Bop! In the face! <laughs> I'm like, not that we endorse that kind of content, <laughs> but we have watched this series and bought this game and have played and watched through both. Yes. We are talking about fictitious content being gratuitously okay. But, Kidnap but my son thing. and try to do experiments on him. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. We're, we're saying that it's fictitious and whatnot, but you really break down society, and this is what people resort to. Like, just look at the pandemic where people just going out for this toilet paper. Toilet yeah, paper, true. True. Insane. Insane. 
like let 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 any type of major infrastructure of the world just break down just for a little bit and you see the the true nature of people just trying to survive that's a bold uh, statement rich and that's pretty much what it is like people don't everything looks nice like when, when you got your power you got your internet you know you got cable whatever whatever you got you got gas you got toilet paper everything's nice but let let that just break down just like we we can't we caught glimpses of that throughout throughout history like even I think in I think like in in New York City they lost power for a little bit. Blackout. Yeah, the blackout. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it was it was a wild. That was things that was like what like the seventies or something like that. Or possibly maybe the eighties. I'm not hundred percent sure. It was like somewhere around there. It was late seventies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my my parents were talking about it, and um, you know, some people you know they they band together. They you know built had a nice little community in other places. You know, it was kind of it was kind of wild. But that's right. just that's just human nature. I was like like. We're we're like we're we don't realize, it, but we're very cushioned right now. We're very soft. But let let soft. one let one thing so let one thing fall into the <laughs> let one wrench go into go into the mechanism of the machine, and you see oh, how man. people change it real real quick. And it's that's true. that's why I think I loved about this show was it was already changed. Yeah, like people are already set into who they were. It wasn't a Walking Dead situation where we see a Negan popped up because the world is still like dealing. We already got that. It was great. I was happy to see 20 years later, people have now become what they are. And we see right. the sweet, nice civilizations. They figured out a way. Frank and Bill, they figured out a way. And cannibal people, they figured out a different way. And the Fireflies, depending on which episode, are either freaking, you know. Liberators or terror. Yeah, right. Depending on what side you on. Yeah. Oh, how do I? Oh, we got to go back. I'm so sorry. How do we skip the freaking episode with her and her friend going into the mall? Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. That mall, they, you know, so funny. They found a mall that was set to be demolished. And uh. so, and so the whole art department was able to take that mall that they knew was going to get bulldozed anyway and just really make the set. It made a, uh, it was so, it has so much depth. Like you couldn't, you need like Stranger Things had a mall in one season, and it felt like it was small. It felt like they built it. This felt like we were in a mall, like back in the day, mall. Yes, and just like I'm gonna keep saying, it's just like the game. Uh, not so much her going to the Fireflies. I think I can't really remember, but it was crazy. I'm on the edge of my seat, and I know Ellie's gonna be okay because it's a flashback. And I'm still like watching this, like, but, oh no. Because they introduce that element of danger. They introduce us to the infected guy who's in that one room of the mall. So you know that no matter how good what you're watching feels, it's not going to end feeling good. No, you know that no, going no. into it. It's not. They foreshadowed it in, in earlier episodes about how she got bit. So we know this is, we know we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing the, 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 what's going to happen. And this is like word for word almost the game. But if it was up to Ellie, she would have took herself out. Her friend is like, no, let's just ride it out and go crazy together. Mm. Like her friend saved her life. Yeah. yeah. If Ellie had her way, we're infected. Like she didn't know. She's not going to turn. And oh, man, can you imagine like waiting to turn? And you just never do. Oh, man. Say so say it could take weeks for some people. Yeah. You're just waiting and your friend is going crazy. Maybe she had to put her friend down. I'm not exactly clear how that worked out. She did. She, she did put her friend her. down. Yeah, oh. she says she had to do it. She had to do it. And then it's like, she tells Joel, right before they get to the drafts, I think she tells giraffes Joel. Giraffes were which, which those were actual drafts. They Giraffe, they yeah. found a zoo that had these giraffes and they filmed. They spent weeks getting the drafts acclimated to being in like a blue screen environment. 
so they could shoot that. All, and that's out of the game. Like they spent millions of dollars just to create a two minute scene. That was one of the moments where the where they said the giraffes are so fundamentally important to the progression of Ellie's character. We cannot not have this moment, and it's yeah. got to be. And it, it plays that way in the game. She's throwing yeah. the ladder over and she runs over. I got to see this and. Because up until that point, she is set. It's like the first beacon of light since the freaking episode with the cannibals. Mm. And just to piggyback on what Jack said earlier about the details, watching her do things that like my son would do was amazing. Like, this is an escalator. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. You've never been on that before. Right. It's it's like, this is amazing. It's true. Right, because well, she's like, fourteen. It's been like they're twenty years into this thing. Right, so she's, 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 she was, she's really she, known this world. Yeah, she was born she was into sitting the in the car, and she's like, "Yeah, what is, like, what is this? Like, just those little, just attention to detail of someone experiencing something for the first time." I'll be back in two seconds, guys. I gotta go wipe a butt, dad duty. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, I love that attention to detail. I thought the acting was phenomenal, man. And Pedro Pascal is so easy to love. Like he's he's he is, he's yeah. incredibly lovable. He is yeah. great. Even just yeah. him, like watching like I watched his hot ones uh joint when he's eating all the spicy chicken wings doing the interview. Like everything about him is incredibly lovable and likable. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He was in that Nick Cage joint. The best. Oh, he's so host. good in that too. He's so good playing this. You should be threatened by him, but he's such a Nick Cage fanboy that he's he's just great. He's just great. I can't say enough about this content. I'm excited for it. I'm so curious how they adapt the second game. For those listening, I'm not going to spoil anything. But after playing the second game, I will say that season one is just a prologue. Mm. It's not the story. <laughs> it's just the prologue. This season one, as good as it is, just gets us to the dance. The dance hasn't started yet. And the dance, it's a hell of a dance. All right. Well, The Last of Us, the second the second game won more almost more awards than any other game. I think Elden Ring might have topped it this year, but before Ooh. that, The Last of Us holds all the titles. And Na- uh, Naughty Dog, uh, Neil uh, Druckmann, uh, said they are, they're hinting at it. They're not saying they're doing The Last of Us 3. At one point, he says, we don't have a story for it yet. We're not just jumping in. He says, we might. There's another game they're working on now. But it's almost like you almost have to. Now. Like, you you have, like. And if you do, though, I mean, that bar is, they have set the bar so high with their own content. That's hard. It's hard to compete with yourself more than competing with other people. Competing with yourself is very hard to do. With The Last of Us 2 is a very different game. It's not Lone Wolf and Cub. It's right. a, it's a different experience. So if they can find a different experience that's still grounded by love, because that's what the whole thing is. Every episode was about love, loss of absence. love in the first set, yep. or, or the absence. So yeah, um, that's what I got. Chris is wiping a butt, so I'm gonna give. Let's rate this thing zero out of ten. What do you give it? Yo, it's a solid nine for me. The whole yeah, series, solid. solid nine. Yeah, I, I agree with that. There were. Such a small amount of things that I was like, man, I would give us, I think a solid nine is pretty fair. This content from beginning to end does not fail. And if they never came out with a season two, I'd be heartbroken, but satisfied as a viewer. As a viewer, they wrapped up their story. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're rating it right now, Chris. Uh, Rich gave it a nine. Jack gave it a nine. I'm giving it a nine point five. Man, this is nearly perfect. It's yeah. nearly perfect. I'm at nine on this one too. Nine. Wow. So collectively, we give it a nine. Then a nine. The last thing we gave all nines to was like Spider Man No Way Home. I mean, this is worth it. I mean, first, I think it's the same theme. When we feel the same way about something, all across the board from all our different point of views, usually the content has to be amazing. When you and Jack can give the same rating. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and Chris have polar views on how you guys consume content, and sometimes you and Richard overlap. Sometimes mean you overlap or disagree. But you and Chris. It's either when you guys agree, is usually unanimous, or I've never seen it like that, or yeah. not. Yeah. How have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I are like kindred spirits, man. No, with no. the exception of a different like, point of view, though. That's with what the it exception is. of like most Everything. things we cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you hit that like button? Why don't you hit that subscriber button? That's our show in regards to The Last of Us. Chris, hit us with the recommendations. Recommendations. So this, <laughs> it gets more and more sensual every, every time, every Jack. Time. He's a seductress. <laughs> exactly. So there's been a lot of video game content turned to TV shows. So... This is my list. I don't want to hear any lip from nobody. You will most definitely hear lip. But here, yeah, are some, you will. here are some shows <laughs> that were video games turned into TV shows that you should probably watch. Number one is Witcher. Witcher was great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two. Was well, the- well, 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 kind of adapted the book and not the game, but fine. Number two is uh. Actually, the most recent anime that I actually enjoyed, thanks to Rich, was Cyberpunk. Oh, there we go. Yeah, which was, Cyberpunk was dope, and the idea of being able to like mod yourself was—I think it was pretty a, a pretty cool premise. But also adapted the world, not the game. Yeah, it's still Cyberpunk. It's, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> number three. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, number three. I haven't watched it, but the reviews for it are phenomenal. Is Castlevania? You oh, it's very Castle- You know what? Oh. Castlevania is great. Do we have a friend in that. Yes. Wow. Yeah, we do. We have a friend. In wow, Castlevania. wow, wow. Okay. And these last two are mine. And I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is Nick Arcade, where you were actually inside the game. So. I never, I never. Seen you Tron? Arcade? No, no, no. It's kind. Of, it was kind of like Tron, but it was a, a game show. He's talking about reboot. Yeah, kind of. But it's Nick Arcade. And number five is where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Not the cartoon, but the game show on PBS. I love that damn show. It was a game first. Yeah. Yeah, it was a game show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it was yeah. a game, and then oh yeah, it was like we played it on the computer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Remember playing it at school. Yeah, it had the dope stuff. Where I think it was Oregon Trailers. I thought it was the cartoon first. No, no the cartoon came after the game show. Cartoon sure. came after, yeah. Cartoon came out in 94. So. Okay. Yep. Good job, Chris. That's it. Well, and then honorable mention to Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers cartoon. That was fun. 
Yeah, it was a good time. He saw the live action played by the live uh, action at the beginning. The live action, he, like he was played by a wrestler. He was played by a uh, that was a professional wrestler in the eighties uh, who played you know, Mario. Oh me. yeah, Nick Arcade. I remember this. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it was a uh, hold on. I gotta figure this out. Mario Bros. A TV show was. Nineteen eighty nine. I got it right here. Haim Saban was actually the one who did it. Saban did a lot of stuff. He did everything. Who was it? Who was the guy? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Lou, yeah, Captain Lou Albano. Uh, yeah, Captain Lou Albano. And, and he did not have an Italian accent. Nor did he have an Italian accent in the cartoon. Yo, did you did you see someone uh, commented on our TikTok feed? We posted the uh, my redub of the Mario trailer. <laughs> Which is pretty bad, but it is uh, Italian esque. And someone said, "Well, at least it's got an Italian accent." <laughs> I almost responded to him. Stop <laughs> hating on Chris Pratt. Did you guys know that no live action nor cartoon content of Mario Brothers Mario has an Italian accent? Only in the video games, yeah. not in the cartoons. Yeah, but the video games are the source material. But they found they need to change it. No one wants to watch. Sometimes apartures and deviations from the source material works, and sometimes, and eh, not so much. <laughs> and in the case of The Last of Us, they could have gave us the game or adapted it, and it still would have been great because that's a great piece of content. So you don't have to watch anything on Chris's list. Just go play and watch the list. <laughs> it doesn't get better I than that. I spent a whole three minutes playing good How dare you? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, that's our show, man. Make sure you leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. Make sure you uh, follow, download, do all the stuff. Tell your friends about us. We actually got a YouTube channel. Go over there. Three brothers that have shot them up. We're dropping toy unboxings and toy hunts and comic book stuff. And we're reviewing stuff just like we did here. But you get to see our wonderful faces while we do it. And uh, we also have Instagram. We got TikTok. We are posting content all day, every day. We just enjoy being geeks, man. We're all men of a certain age holding on to our childhood desperately. So, <laughs> oh, I, you, you know what's so funny? I saw your toy unboxing, uh, the one you just did. What you just posted an unboxing of the Batman what? figure? Yeah, and yeah. Lawrence looks like a child, and it dawned on me watching him do that. I was like, wow, Lawrence has found his own fountain of youth. It's right there. Oh, the you put that in the comments. Yeah, oh, did I? Yeah, you I did. was thinking it. So I guess I wrote it, but I meant it. When, what I what I wrote, I meant that. I meant yeah. you. You have found a way. I don't know. It, it is a fountain of youth on some level. Because don't grow up. Just don't grow up. Just don't grow up. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say life is energy, you know, and how we what's put in and we, what we put out. But sure, yeah. Just there's no future in growing up. Then so <laughs> just don't. <laughs> grow up. Well, I say that to say. Yeah, everything you're saying is that you have things that bring you joy. And if you're able to hold on to what brought you joy as a child and support it and nurture it as an adult, like you still tapped into that thing. And for us as geeks, it's not just toys and comic books and movies. They're they're a window into our imagination gets to flourish and we get to experience life outside of this life. We've been doing it since we were five. And if we kept up that part of our imagination as adults. So, like, when we were watching The Last of Us, to some people, they're they like, are they doing a, a, a dissertation on microbiology? No, but we can get in on yeah. this content in detail, and it brings us joy. 
brings us joy. That it does. I mean, this room is obnoxiously covered in action figures. <laughs> all of us. Look at all of us. I'm so happy I'm married because I don't know how I would date and say, can I use your guest bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the right of the Power Ranger helmet. Don't worry. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, guys. It's a beautiful thing. And we can be into sports and sports cars, but that's just a significantly more expensive hobby to have. That's debatable at some point. Well, well, the way you going, Jack. The rest yeah, of us aren't dropping hundred dollars on action exactly, figures every single week. Talking about Mayfex this, Mayfex that. Hell no, Jack. We ride that McFarlane train. We ride that twenty dollars figure train. What's <laughs> <laughs> got into you, sir? Man, and what I love about it is you did. I loved your video when you compared the McFarlane Hush Superman to the uh, Mayfex one, and you're like. You know, the McFarlane one is actually, it's pretty good. It's good. With the exception, like, you got to drop another 20 for the head you want. Still less expensive for that Hush <laughs> Superman. True. But only about, 50, only about 50% less expensive. Only about 50%. That That's is a lot. <laughs> That's significant. <laughs> what? My oh, dad man. called me up. He said, yo. I love your guys' YouTube channel, and I watch it. I've watched everything you've put out there, but, man, does it make me cringe watching you open toys sometimes. Because <laughs> oh, your, um, yeah, your dad doesn't open toys. He, he, I'm telling a, you, I had all of the 1996 cards. Superman line that came out in boxes on my wall. In boxes. <laughs> Unopened. I feel you. I feel you, but, you know. We're openers. We're openers. Look behind us. We all got toys behind us. We're openers, man. We're openers. I guess um, but that's our show. I think I already did the outro, so bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you did. I did. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We'll be back. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Peace.